Welcome to Life in the Land of the Ice and Snow. My name is Heather, and today I'm here with my co-host, Monica. Hello, Monica. Hi, Heather. (laughs) It's good to see you again after the summer. I haven't seen you since... March? February? Something like that. (laughs) Like, in real life, I haven't seen you since then. We did a couple of Zoom calls. Yes, that's right. But I forgot about that. I haven't seen you. You've been traveling, so I've been avoiding you. (laughs) Sorry. I'm, I'm clear. I, I, I have the all clear. You're so, all clear. Yeah. And now I'm also in the I don't care. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I've made I'm it tired there. of it. Get it over with. Exactly. No, I thought I would catch up with you a bit and what you've been doing to occupy yourself here in Sweden. And yeah, and we can just talk about what's going on in uh, Sweden and expat community. And yeah, uh, you also did traveling this summer. I did. Yes. But you stayed in Sweden like a good Swede. I did. If you like rewind to a year ago when we did the summer podcast, I was staying in Sweden then too. So I just kind of did a duplicate of what we did last year. Not very original. Sorry. But it was good because it was a nice summer again. So we had decent weather for the most part. We went to the West Coast again, which was really nice. Did some diving, did zip lining again. We did also, this is, okay, so I'll rewind a little bit. So we did the West Coast for diving, but the best part was the family vacation we took in Haverud, which is in Dalsland. Mm -hmm. And Dalsland is a county that sits right under Vamland, which is where Karlstad and the Swedish and Norwegian coast kind of meet the border right there. I learned this because the Norwegians could come into Vamland and go to Karlstad and shop, which I thought was ironic because it was only that county that was allowed to go into Norway. But then I was curious, like, how do you prove that? That's interesting. I know. Well, you know, we've started doing a new feature on here where we're talking about different towns in Sweden so we can learn a little more about that. So maybe you could talk more about Haverud. Like oatmeal? No, it's not even <laughs> close. Yeah, so Haverud is most known for its aqueduct. It has, um, it's a series of, oh gosh, now my English just went away, locks. There's a series of locks. Yes. There's a lot of locks because it's actually kind of, it's similar to like the Yota Canal. So it has a series of locks through this part of the county. But in this one particular part in Haverud, this little town, it has an aqueduct. So it's actually a bridge, a water bridge that they've built to let the boats pass through. I've seen pictures of that. It's, it's really so cool. cool. It's really cool. So you can do tours and you can take your own boat. You can. There's a lot of people that kayak and canoe through this aqueduct and the locks there as well. Really, really cute little town. A nice, we stayed at um, the Hergord, this kind of bed and breakfast. Yeah. It was really cute right by the water. There's a brasserie there that's open during the season. Really great food. But in that area, it's known for its, you know, mountain biking, cycling, tons of walking trails and hiking trails. There's also the Dawsland Activity Center, which is where we always go for the zip lining. They have archery. They have a moose park there. You can go horseback riding, which we did this year as well. Moose park? Mm -hmm. Explain. So you pay money and you go into this park that has moose, baby moose. Pretty to the point. Right? I mean, that's all it is. (laughs) And you learn about moose. And then you can go in the restaurant and have moose burgers. So it's like full ecosystem there. Yeah, that seems <laughs> cruel. Hey, you can thank the moose <laughs> for providing you an amazing meal later. So, so yeah. So the do, do you point and go, I hey, buddy, <laughs> I'll be seeing you next time. <laughs> Give that little like. No, but it was good. That I really like that place. We've been there now three summers in a row. So I really enjoy it. Really nice staff. 
Um, the zip lining is awesome. Even though I'm terrified of heights still, it's still <laughs> really cool. It's it's really good. But there was a new thing that we did this year, and it's called in Swedish Dressin Banan. And it's basically these bikes that are on the rail lines. Okay. So it's a decommissioned rail track that runs in this part of the county as well. And you can rent these bikes, and they're either tandem bikes or single bikes. And you bike on the rail tracks. It's so cool. And it's, of course, it's beautiful because it's going through the countryside and you can pull off the bike and have a fika. And there's two lines. We did one. We didn't do that much because we had uh, kids with us. So we were only able to do like short trips. But I think the total kilometers one way is like 16 kilometers you can bike. Wow. Yeah. So it's really nice. I was thinking when you started talking about it, that it was like a roller coaster, but you ride a bike on the rails. But it is not that. No. In fact, there's probably not so much roller coaster involved. It's a lot of leg work. Uh, it's very, never mind then. It's very exercisey. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. We really liked it. So another subject I thought we might bring up is about the postal system. Now, last year, it was already quite horrible in Sweden with getting your mail. I know that at my house, we're lucky if we get mail delivered twice a week. It happens that on Mondays, we won't get mail. And then it's like, oh, no, of course not. It's a Monday. On Fridays, we won't get mail. Oh, no, of course not. It's a Friday. Tuesday, it doesn't really, you can just substitute whatever you want in that place, whichever day you want. But now it's gotten even worse. And I I think this, this is a big topic in the expat community is how we are not getting our packages on time, especially from the U.S., but some other countries as well. Mm. So have you had this problem? I don't get packages, so <laughs> I was Aww. just going to, I was about to ask you before you explain <laughs> what you're not getting, what are you waiting for? Because all I get is junk mail and bills. If I don't even get bills anymore. Here's a tip for brand new people to Sweden. You can just put a little sticker on your mailbox that I says, I have that sticker. Ingen reklam I still get some reklam tack. Oh, you do need to put the little uh, asterisk and write, except I would like the Ikea catalog. <laughs> I have like, there's two people in my stairwell who do have that added except under there. the Ikea catalog. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I would like that. Thank you. Thank you. So please <laughs> sort through all that mail yeah. for 365 days. I don't want that. I don't I want, want that. No. Oh, but yes. the Ikea. No. Yeah. Yes. No. It's a big event when the Ikea catalog comes. So I think it's understood. Yeah, but But, I don't get packages from abroad that often. And if I do, it's around like the holidays because my birthday's so close to Christmas. So everything kind of comes at once. Okay. And so is my daughter's. So so. you haven't gone through that yet because you were before the cutoff if you got a package last year. So I, I know of one person who got their Christmas package in May, I believe it was, or June. <laughs> my mother sent a package for my youngest son's birthday. She sent it in March. His birthday was in April, and the package came in July. And we're not the only ones. I, this is happening with everybody. But so, are we sure it's on this side? Because, you know, the postal system no, in the U.S. apparently is just a disaster, according yes, to certain people. That is one of the major things. From the U.S. side, it is... That's a huge problem. Yeah. But it's also a bit of post-Nord and 
the Swedish side as well as usual. So you mix those, you mix the usual level of post-Nord with what's happening in the U.S. Exceptionally bad levels. Yes. So I was going to give a a tip for that. And this is what my mom is going to do for my older son's birthday is order from Amazon Germany. Yeah. Now we're still not getting packages. We really should get a package from there within a week. I've noticed it's about two weeks tops if you order from Amazon Germany. The reason I order from Amazon Germany is because it's the one Amazon within the EU that you can choose English for your Mm. language. So you can even look up things in English. We can order from France, Spain, Italy. They all have Amazon, but you need to speak those languages. But German offers you the option of selecting English. So you can also tell your family members, oh, if you'd like to order me something for Christmas, if this situation isn't cleared up. We used to go to the UK, Mm. you know, Amazon UK, but now it's not in the union anymore. So we have to pay customs. Not part of the union. They have seceded from the union. (laughs) (laughs) But they have. I know. I know. It was just funny. I just had a moment of seventh grade Texas history flash in my face. That's funny. But have you seen the articles in the newspaper? It was a few weeks back about the post-Nord problem. There were people recording post-Nord coming up to their house to drop off a package. They're there. They see the person come up and then suddenly they turn around and they leave. And then they get a message saying, we tried to deliver a package to your home, but you weren't available. You have to come to, you know, Yarfala or wherever their their depot is and pick it up. So what's the story behind that? So, oh, they had so many excuses. I think one was that sometimes the, the driver doesn't have enough time to actually deliver, but they're trying to blame the people at home and yeah it's some and then they said for people like living in apartments that they don't have the universal keys always to get in yes to the apartments. exactly I, i've always thought that was yeah. a big problem yeah so but i remember that happened to me when i lived in um hogsatra in an apartment there i mean i remember the ups truck i saw i mean you hear i mean ups has such a distinct sound anyways right <laughs> so you hear that truck come up and you think okay yeah for sure it's, you know, going to buy packages being delivered. And then suddenly I have a note outside my door saying they attempted to deliver, but they couldn't. And I was in my apartment the whole time. That still happens to me yeah. all the time. Yeah. We tried to come by, but the problem is they're supposed to, we have a, a thing where you call up. We yeah. don't even have a code. You're supposed to call up. Yeah. I'm at home. I'm working from home. That phone hasn't rung. No. What are you reading in the news lately? I'm really trying to avoid the news. You know, the news still is like that car wreck that you don't really want to look at, but you go to, and then you remember why you don't want to look at it. Yeah. So that's kind of how I feel about the news, especially U.S. news right now, of course. Um, Swedish news, I mean, it's all about your love-hate relationship with Mr. Anders Tignell. Poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) No, what else is happening in the news? I mean, I'm so boring lately. What's happening in your daily life? My daily life. I'm still working from home. My style is gradually getting more and more ridiculous. Explain. Um, yeah, I mean, my style. I I remember when we first started working from home, I'd still like get makeup on and get dressed up. And now you see what I'm wearing for working from home. I'm wearing a hoodie sweatshirt with no makeup on in my hair and a floppy ponytail. And I show up to Zoom like, online meetings like this. But do you have where you can put a filter over? Because, you know, Snapchat has those filters where you still look like you, but you're very airbrushed and it looks like you have little makeup on. Why aren't they doing that? I don't know. They should do that. That's actually really smart. I mean, you can make yourself look like a dog or a cat or a unicorn or something on some of these, but they don't have just the simple, that that would be the most useful. I just want that fresh filter. That's what I need. 
I have the filter f- to block out all the crap that's behind me when I'm working because <laughs> oh, yeah. my room is now not only a storage room, it's also a drying room because my dryer broke over the summer. <laughs> so I have like, my laptop strategically placed at a certain angle that blocks most of it, but then I have to have the blurry filter or some kind of, of course, Star Wars filter in the background. Of course. But what else would you have? I mean, I've downloaded all of the backgrounds that they provided <laughs> recently. I'm just waiting for it to be winter so I can have Hoth. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm glad that you put some thought into your background so it yeah, matches yeah. the time of year yeah, yeah, or yeah. maybe even the time of day. Based so. on my personality right now. So right now I'm on the Death Star. something new that's new that should be old but now it's new again i went to the movie theater oh you can go again that's right they opened recently yes what did you see you guys saw Tenet. Yeah, that's pretty much all that's on. Oh, that's all that's in the theaters. Okay. Because <laughs> no, they got to start new, right? It's like opening a new school. You got to start with one film. Yeah. No, I, I think they have maybe, um, if you look in, in Stockholm area, maybe total with all the theaters, you got about 10 movies. So okay. I think the one we were in, they're maybe showing four or five out of their 10 theaters or something. They're only using the larger theaters. But it actually worked out very good. So what they do now when you go to the movie, movies here is they block off every other row so it's marked uh, you can't even go down the okay. row and of course here in sweden we have to make reservations yeah. to go to the movies so generally you do that online well there's only certain places you can choose for your seats of course it's okay. every other row and then once you choose your seats like we were two people going together right so we can sit together because we're buying that in one reservation but then it automatically blocks out two seats to the right and two seats to the left so if you're three people going together on the same thing the three of you can sit together but yeah then it'll block two to the right two to the left it was wonderful that is oh my god this I is know, like it's a dream. the most amazing movie experience we will ever have yes i didn't have to share my armrest with somebody i didn't have to have somebody eating right next to me nobody looking at their phones out of the corner of my eye nobody whispering that i could hear because i had like this cone of you know solace awesome. around me it was wonderful the only weird thing i noticed is you know how you usually have advertisements before the movies i mean of course mm-hmm. you have movie previews but yeah. you have commercials as well all the commercials were for insurance companies i think it's because they figure if you're willing to go to the movies during a pandemic you're probably somebody who likes to take risk so <laughs> therefore you should. that's awesome <laughs> that's funny that's probably very true too yeah. so you can go to the movies again. You can only see Tenet. There's nothing else on. I think that what the theaters are going to do, because the problem is that Hollywood's not releasing things right now because yeah. they're not going to make a lot of money off it. So I looked ahead and it looks like that a lot of theaters are going to just rerun a lot of classics that you might want to show your kids or you might just want to see again in a big theater experience. I think that's kind of cool. So cool. it's it's probably good to check online and see what's coming up. For example, Escape from new york with kurt russell you don't want to miss that cool i mean you have missed it for the past 30 years but now you can but catch now, it again on the big can screen candy man candy man uh, some poltergeist you know october is always a good time because yeah. they rerun all the old stuff eyes wide shut no thank you i Not love inter- kubrick but his movies are wonderful for the first two hours and then there's always a third hour that didn't need to be there mm-hmm. that's very true 
I agree with that. Gone with the wind. Dune. No, that's new Dune. Gone with the wind. Yeah, gone with the wind. Four hours, 13 minutes. Gone with the wind. That one I would watch at home rather than at a movie theater. Yeah, because you can pace yourself. Exactly. So we should maybe talk about Swedish movies and TV. (laughs) Do you watch that? (laughs) Swedish movies? Do they have those? I saw the last one I saw was ah uh, God wow my brain is really not working I even took a vitamin D this morning to help that's not helping what's it a mom Monmouth was that the name of it it's a famous Swedish director mm. nope look back to your question I have not seen a Swedish movie lately have you no um and I think that's something interesting maybe just with us immigrants and expats how many actual Swedish shows and movies do we actually watch? I think when I first moved here, I thought it would be helpful to try to watch something on TV. Mm -hmm. Have you watched what's on Swedish TV? Not in like 10, 12 years. Exactly. So you can see why that didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, They have game shows, but the game shows are always like, let's look at this railway track. Where do you think that railway track is going? And that's pretty much it. I, I don't get it. That's that's the height of entertainment or this bingo lotto. Actually, what I what I watch on Swedish television is Opna Kanalen, which is the public access channel. If you want to laugh all day, watch the public access channel. Everyone gets it. It's not a cable thing. Right. Find Opna Kanalen. Hilarious. So I think a lot of people aren't really aware of sometimes of which movies are Swedish and which aren't. We do have some some big directors that are still living. Now, I take that back. The last Swedish movie I saw was The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the Swedish version as well. I saw the English and the Swedish one. That's one I actually did. I watched the trilogy in Swedish to practice my Swedish. Oh. I watched it at the time it was popular. Yeah. And I thought that that would help a little bit. Probably learned a lot of words that yeah. um, I wouldn't be using in day-to-day conversation. <laughs> but that was an entertaining one. It's something with the Swedish filmmakers that it's so hard to be happy in anything. Yeah. It, it starts with Ingmar Bergman and you, you just can't be happy. That wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't be logum. <laughs> <laughs> Happiness must be distributed equitably. So before we wrap it up, do you have any tips? Do I have any tips? Well, it's fall, my favorite time of year in Sweden. So I would recommend... (laughs) There's nothing open. Yes, but we have such nice nature here. There is a lot. I always recommend nature. Right. Okay. No nature recommendations. Mm. Normally during the month of October, you have a few Halloween things. And of course, the Swedes think that Halloween is two weeks. So you've got a lot of stuff. But I'm not really sure how that's going to work out this year. Yeah. I mean, Grönland's not open still. No, they decided not to do the... Halloween thing that they usually do. Is Skansen open? Skansen's been open the whole time, actually. And yes, and I think they are desperate for people. So autumn is actually a really nice time to visit Skansen and Stockholm. Um, No, I don't have any recommendations. Just get out in nature. I mean, that's all I ever do is just go out to nature. Well, nature is free and everyone's got it around here. Nature's free and everyone's got it. Today's episode has been brought to you by nature. It's free and everyone's got it. Talk to you next time.